Okay. I want to share with you, continue where Sonic has started last week. Entering God's rest. There's a brilliant message that she ministered last week. And so just want to continue on those lines. Why is rest so important? If you and I are tired and anxious, what's the result? It's just you've got nothing to give. You're like empty on the inside. You have nothing to give to the world around you, to the people around you, to your spouse or to your children. It's when, when we are not rested, we, we actually, you're actually very vulnerable as well. If you're not rested, you're actually very vulnerable to temptation. You often find the people that succumb to temptation in one area or another it simply was because they, they, they were tired, they haven't been resting, they haven't been living a, a focused life, or just maybe circumstances, work, environment, etc. And so, so finding that place of rest is very important. You need to enter God's rest. So I want to sort of build out on what Sonica shared last week, that we can truly be rested. In the same way, if you, when you f- feel anxious and tired, you also st- you step out of your authority. You lose your peace, you step out of your authority, and then you just, you're just disconnected. You're not able to make a difference. You're just survival mode. Okay, have anyone ever been in survival mode? You're just trying to cope. You're just trying to get through the week. Some of us are just trying to cope till the end of the year. What was that? <laughs> okay. Some of us just trying to cope till the end of the year. We're just holding on for dear life for, for holiday time. And, and what often happens is holiday is not what we hoped it would be. And then we come back January, we're more tired and, and, and maybe more anxious. So I want to I wanna help us to, to, to uh, overcome some anxiety this morning. Okay. I want to help us to find rest for our souls. Who would like to have rest for their souls? That's amazing. That, that moment when you feel at peace, you feel rested on the inside. It's, it's one of the most amazing things one can experience this side of, the, of heaven. Rest. Peace. Okay. So I want to give you a few keys. So I'm going I'm to use the context of the promised land. You know, the account of the Israelites moving out of Egypt and moving into the promised land. Now, the promised land was also the, the land of rest. The land of rest. It was the place God promised him, I'm going to give you a good land. Land flowing with milk and honey. Uh, a, a wonderful place. It's also the land where they will find rest. But so there's a bit of a journey that happens until they actually find rest. For the Israelites, it was 40 years in the, des- in the desert, 40 years in the wilderness, traveling in circles, not finding rest until they actually went in and found rest. And so Moses was on the mountain with God, and he was speaking to God. Now, you must remember, 600,000 men came out of Egypt. So it's probably about 2 million plus people that Moses was the leader of. So I'm just, I'm just stressed thinking of that. Just like, whoa, two million people that you have to, to move out of a nation and, you, and they were slaves and there's no structure, there's no order. And so Moses finds himself on the mountain and he's speaking to God. And I can just imagine Moses is stressed. It's like, God, you gave me all these people. I don't know what to do. What are you going to do? I need help. I need help to sort this out. I need help. And to, to pull it through to our lives, sometimes you stand in front of a, an obstacle 
sometimes we stand in front of a situation, a, a work situation, a job situation, a business situation, a, a study situation. But it's like it's, it seems like a mountain. It's just, and, and, and you, you're losing sleep. You're anxious. Some of us eat less when we're stressed. Some of us eat more when we're stressed. Okay, which are which? Who eats less when they get stressed? <laughs> I'm one of those. <laughs> okay, who eats more the rest of you? <laughs> okay. But, but uh, we can pray for you that from now on, if you get stressed, eat less. Okay, I'm sure some of you would love, would love that. Okay. So anyway, Exodus 33, verse 12, Moses... Speaking to God, he says, Then Moses said to the Lord, See, you say to me, bring up this people. Okay, you've, you've, you've not told me to bring up this people. But you've not let me know whom you will send with me. You've not, you've not let me know. God, how are we going to do this? I need help. God, help. And then, I, I can just see he was overwhelmed. And then verse 14, Exodus thirty-three, fourteen, And then God speaks and he said, my presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. The solution, one of the keys to finding rest is the presence of God. Not, not religion, not dead religion, not empty religion, not a form of godliness. His presence, say presence. Presence, okay, you need to hear this. Presence. It's the presence of God that gives and brings rest. It's in Him. On, even if you're on your journey to taking your promised land, as you go on that journey, it's in His presence that you find rest for your soul. And so I want to connect with last week's verse, Matthew eleven twenty-eight to 30, which Sonica spoke about. It says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. There is... No rest for your soul outside of Jesus Christ. There is no rest. Anybody played computer games for the whole holiday? Or watch 35 movies? I see a few hands. Thank you. Honest people. We've got the honest people upstairs this morning. Did you find rest for your soul? No, you probably got freaked out. I want to overcome this game. I want to conquer the game. In the process, the game conquered you and took your peace away because you looked in the wrong place. What, what are you looking to? The word of God says the truth. I want to deliver you now from a journey of deception. Nothing else will give you peace except Jesus Christ himself, his presence. I'm not talking about dead religion. I'm talking about his presence. I'll give an example in a, in, in a moment, but... It says, come to me. Say me. Okay, so Jesus is saying, come to me. All you who labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. You will find rest for your souls. And so we often have ideas about what's going to give rest. A long holiday is going to give rest. Or this is going to give rest. But actually, that doesn't necessarily bring rest. And Sonica spoke about it, so you can listen to that message from last week. 
But I remember years ago, I experienced this the first, I was like a year, 1997, we traveled to Tanzania, eight days traveling up in, a, in two vehicles, 20 of us, 20 students, 10 guys, 10 girls, and traveling up to Tanzania for like eight days, 24-7. The one vehicle was really, really slow. And then on the way back, we traveled for another eight or nine days. And I remember coming back and I was late for my studies. I was a second year student and, um, and got back. I was dead. I was so dead. I was like, I'm going to sleep now for a month. I mean, we haven't been sleeping for like days, driving around the clock. And it's been, it's been crazy. And then I remember lying on my bed. And I know, I, I, I mean, there's so much to do. But I was lying on my bed and I, and I just prayed. I said, God, help me. I just prayed. I just, I just turned my heart to God. And as I was lying on my bed for about 30 minutes, I experienced the presence of God blowing upon me. I felt the presence of God flooding my life, flooding my physical body. Within 30 minutes, I got up and it was as if I had a holiday. I was refreshed. I was physically strong. And I went for it. 30 minutes. That is the supernatural power of God. That is God empowering you. That's God breathing upon you. I mean, when Moses was on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights, he didn't eat, he didn't drink. He was in the presence of God and the presence of God sustained him. Many of us are tired, physically tired and differently. You're physically tired, but actually you're spiritually tired. You haven't refreshed yourself on the inside. And so you sleep and you get up and you're still tired. Anyone experience that? You sleep and you sleep and you're still tired. Because the physical thing is not the issue, it's a spiritual thing. You need to strengthen your spirit. As the Lord said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Okay, so you can have a holiday by simply just spending some time with God and allowing His presence to refresh you and strengthen you. I mean, in this week, I was doing quite a bit of admin, and I was into the evenings doing admin at my computer, and I was oh, stressing me up a bit, and a distraction. And, and at some stage, I was, I was sitting at the same computer, doing from the outside the same thing, but I switched to my Bible program, and I started to read Scripture, and I started to meditate on Scripture and make notes about Scripture, still typing on the same keyboard, everything. But suddenly, I experienced joy and peace and strength. And the anxiety went away. Why? Because the Word of God is powerful. The Word of God is powerful. It's, so I was doing exactly the same thing, but completely something different. It's the Word of God. The Word of God is living and powerful. Okay, so do you have a, a holiday game plan? Do you have a reading plan? Do you have a plan where you're going to read the, read the scriptures? Do you have an idea? Because if you don't, you're going to come back more tired. More tired. The word of God is living and powerful. Let's say it. The word of God is living and powerful. And it leads me into the presence of God. Okay, so this is like, I want to equip you, enable you to find rest for your soul. Rest for your soul. Even before becoming a Christian at the age, true Christian at the age of 18, I tried everything. I was running around. I was drinking. I was messing around with the girls. I was doing everything a worldly person would do. I couldn't find rest for my soul until I came to Jesus. You need to know that. Don't be confused about it. Don't be confused about it. You can only find rest for your soul when you come to Jesus. Okay, so the first thing is his presence. Secondly, 
We take it a little bit further, different scenario. It's now a little bit later on in the story. Uh, it's on the book of Numbers. And they send out spies into the promised land. Twelve spies, twelve leaders. Ten, two of them are, are Joshua and Caleb. And these other ten leaders. They went into the promised land. And they bring back the report. And they say in Numbers thirteen twenty-seven. Then they told him and said, we went, they're speaking to Moses, we went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey. It is truly, as God has said, it's a good land. Look at this fruit, and they bring out this huge fruit. This is its fruit. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. Those are the giants. And the later on, verse 33 says, there we saw the giants. The descendants of Anak came from the giants, and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight, and so we were in their sight. So here they're standing. It's the promised land. Now, for, your, for our scenario, it might be whatever you're looking at ahead of you. It could be 2015. It could be your work environment. It could be any part of your life. But you, you're standing at the Jordan River, and you're looking at this which is in front of you, and many of us respond like these guys did. It looks amazing. Oh, man, I wish for that breakthrough for my business. I wish for the breakthrough in my relationships or my marriage or with my child. I, I, I'm, it's it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be glorious. But, and then the, the reasons why we can't do this. They basically speak themselves into a coma. They start giving the reasons why this is not going to work. Some of us speak ourselves into comas. I'm so tired. It's been a long year. It's been a really, really long year. I am tired. I'm really tired. I need like six months of holiday now. I am... Do you hear yourself speaking? But we speak those things over ourselves and we actually make ourselves tired. We, we're speaking... We can't do this, can't do this, can't do this. And so in, with these guys, they said they looked at the land, and then what happened there, they didn't have a God confidence. If you want to enter rest, you need a God confidence. I'm going to read in a moment Joshua and Caleb's response. Their response was different. You need a God confidence. These guys didn't have a God confidence. They say, we look like grasshoppers. We're like small we like nobodies in their eyes. We can't do this. And I think sometimes we stand in front of our challenges and we say the same. I can't do this. It's not going to work. I'm so small. You know, it comes down to our self-perception. How's your self-perception? How's your self-perception? How do you look at yourself when you're facing the challenges of life? Are you just a... Uh, I'm, just, I'm just here to try and make it. I'm just, I'm just here to try and make it. I'm just here to survive. They had a survival mentality. They said, no, guys, let's go back to Egypt. Let's go back to slavery. Let's give up. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. And so they couldn't find the land of rest. You see, you find your rest when you overcome your obstacles. You don't find rest by backing off from your obstacles. You find rest when you overcome them, but it starts with a self-confidence, a God-confidence that washes into a confidence in God. In terms of you see yourself in the context of the greatness of God. This is so important. A God confidence. A God confidence. 
So let me, let me read this verse and I'll, I'll, I'll break it open. It says in Numbers 13, verse 30, these guys are giving this, they, they're telling all the people it's not going to work and they, the giants are too big and the fortified cities are too strong. And, and then Caleb said, he quieted the people before Moses. He quieted the people. Say quieted. Quieted. He, made the, he quieted them. And then he said, let us go up at once and take possession for we are well able to overcome it. Amazing. He's like, were we on the same tour, Caleb? Did you see the same places we saw? Did you see the giants? Did you see the challenges? Did you see? And we're just a bunch of slaves from Egypt. How can we do this, Caleb? And yet he says, we are well able to overcome it. We are well able to take our land of rest. He had a God confidence. He had a God confidence. Do you have a God confidence for your life? Whatever aspect it might be of your life. You need a God confidence, otherwise you will back away. And more than backing away, you will you'll lie awake at night stressed. Some of us lie awake stressed, others sleep too much when we're stressed. Who lies awake at night when you're stressed? Okay, who sleeps too much when you're stressed? It's interesting. Okay. We all have our ways of dealing with things. But if we don't have that same God confidence, we're going to live in a place of fear and stress. Even over the December holidays, you can be going away on holiday but be stressed about your work, stressed about your business, stressed about this or that or family or etc. And you see, fear is torment. Fear is torment. It's been said that worry doesn't remove the sorrows of tomorrow, but it does steal your strength for today. Worry does not remove the sorrow from tomorrow, but it does steal your strength from today. And so we lack strength then. We, we are not able to enter the place of rest and God confidence. And so God wants us to be confident, to not allow the lies of the enemy. So what is a God confidence? I believe a God confidence is a state of mind. It's a state of heart. It's a position you take up where you say, man, I don't know how we're going to take this promise. Now, yes, there are giants and yes, there are fortified cities and yes, there are all these challenges. I don't have the details figured out, but what I do know, God is with me. What I do know, God is with me and he has already figured it out and we will overcome it. That's a God confidence. A God confidence. Let's say it, God confidence. I so felt God speak this to me this, this week. We need a God confidence. You can say it's boldness. You can say it is having faith. But it's an inner strength that flows from who God is in your life. It's an inner strength that flows forth from who God is in your life. And the result is you speak and you say, we are well able. We are well able. We're going to do this. This business, this project, these challenges, we're going to do it. Even if I'm on holiday. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm not going to be stressed. I'm not going to be anxious. I'm not going to allow the enemy to steal my strength from me. I don't know where the finances are going to come to, but come, come from, but I do know my God is good and he's faithful and he is with me. He will provide. 
I'm not going to lie awake stressed. God confidence. You need it. If you want to have rest, you need to find a God confidence. You need to find a God confidence. You might say, well, I'm just not the confident type. Look at this verse. Joshua 1 verse 9. Been meditating upon this. This is a command from God to Joshua. Jo- God could see Joshua is a bit afraid. He is, they, now that we jumped forward 40 years. 40 years of because of those 10 guys who were unbelieving, those guys who spoke all those negative things, Joshua and Caleb were different. They had a different spirit. So they, 40, they had to wait and go around with all the others in the desert for 40 years until they could enter the promised land. So they, now Joshua is standing right in front of the promised land. He's about to go in and now God speaks to him. And he says this. Let's read it together. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. That's powerful. So God speaking to Joshua and says, I've commanded you, Joshua, be strong in his strength. Be strong. Be strong. Don't let worry steal your strength from the day. Don't allow anxiety to come in. Don't let the whispers of negativity of you can't do this, it's not going to work. Don't allow those voices in your heart and mind. Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Again, it's God confidence. I'm confident because God is with me. You must be confident Knowing that God is with you. When you put your trust in him, he's going to be with you. When you, when you follow him, he's going to be with you. God confidence. It brings a shift. It causes us to enter that place of rest for our souls. Even as we're on that journey. No, I, don't have an, I haven't figured everything out, but God is with me. God is with me. He's figured it out. God confidence. And he says that just do not be dismayed. Dismayed is to be discouraged, disheartened, demoralized, downcast, intimidated, depressed. For some of us this year have had a few ups and a few downs. And the few downs can cause us to be like that, dismayed. We focus on that which didn't work. And so it affects our self-confidence and our trust in God, our God confidence. Do not be dismayed. Do not be discouraged. Do not be disheartened. Do not be demoralized or downcast or intimidated or depressed. You are well able. Let's say it. I am well able. Even if you have a baby, you are well able. All the pregnant women, you are well able. You can do it. Pray for the husbands. It's very stressful. (laughs) It's very stressful. Hallelujah. So do you want to enter the rest of God? Do you want to enter rest? Do you want peace for your soul? You need to have a God confidence. You need to have a God confidence. You need to reposition yourself. Allow inner strength. Enter into his presence. Allow his presence to bring strength to you on the inside. 
Say, we are well able. Start speaking. Start speaking of your business. Start speaking over your situation. So even over the holidays, if you're going away, just speak it every day. Get up. Get into the presence of God. Just say, God, I hand it over to you. I cast my burdens onto you. It's going to be okay. No, I'm not at work. No, I don't know what the guys are doing at work, but I'm going to trust you, Jesus. I need to rest. I need to switch off. I need to, I need to find a place of rest for my soul. Okay, and then thirdly, so the presence of God, God confidence, and ending off with this, we need to do battle together. Now look at this verse, Joshua 1 verse 13, just a little bit later, four verses on. It says, remember the word which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, saying, the Lord your God is giving you rest and is giving you this land. Isn't that wonderful? The Lord your God is giving you this land, is giving you rest. I read that, I'm like thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm lying on the beach, I have people around me serving me, I'm having a son, I'm drinking some nice stuff, it's awesome. Servant comes and says, sir, sign these documents. It's now been handed over to you, and so you just sign it, and yes. That's not how it works. God says, I'm going to give it to you, but you have to fight for it. I'm going to give it to you, but you have to do battle for it. If you want rest for your soul, you first need to do battle. Sonic and I have often experienced this. When we go on holidays, do you know what we do? When, especially when we drive, we pray. We do warfare. We're like, Jesus, I know what the devil did to us last holiday, but not this time. <laughs> not this time. So we pray for the family. We pray for the friends. And we pray for everyone. And we tell the enemy what he can do and what he can't do. And man, then we have a good holiday. But we first had to do battle before. So that's why you need to go away at least two or three hours away, drive or flying, so you can pray. Have some good time in prayer. Pray with your wife. And, and the whole thing is, you need to battle, to do battle together. You need to do battle together. Now look at this. If you want rest, you need to fight. Verse 14. This is, this is Joshua speaking to two and a half tribes who have already received rest. And he says, your wives, your little ones, your livestock shall remain in the land which Moses gave you on this side of the Jordan. So they, they received land on the other side of the Jordan. They've already done the battles, everyone together. They took that land. But you shall pass before your brethren armed, all your mighty men of valor, and help them. Say, help them. Until the Lord has given your brethren rest. As he gave you, and they also have taken possession of the land which the Lord your God is giving them. That's amazing. God is giving it to you, but you'd have to fight for it. Then you shall return to the land of your possession and enjoy it, which Moses, the Lord's servant, gave you on this side of the Jordan toward the sunrise. So Moses, or Joshua, speaks to this, these two, two and a half tribes and says, Guys, you've received your land. You've received rest. Now go over the Jordan and go fight with your brothers. Take your weapons, go over the Jordan, help them to find rest as well, because then when you return to your land, you're going to have joy. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be glorious. Now, what, what's relevant for us here? First of all, you need to fight for rest. I know it sounds, sounds like a contradiction. But you actually need to fight to find peace and rest. Secondly, some of us are further down the road 
in terms of taking our promised land. Some of us have, have overcome a few giants. Others have not. God says, help them. Help them. And we have this WhatsApp group with Jimmy and Johan Boerter and some other guys here as well. And, and, and since, the, the, since the men's camp. And it's just amazing. This is a very exciting group, I must say. It's not a boring group. Loads of action all around. But it's amazing that, you know, when some of the, when the guys are going through crisis, they, they post in the WhatsApp group. The other guys start encouraging them with verses and et cetera, and we start praying them through. And it's amazing to see how these guys then come through. Some massive, massive challenges. Together, we will take our land. You see, ten guys didn't have faith. Two guys did. The two guys that did have faith weren't allowed into the promised land for 40 years because the others didn't believe. You see, either we take the promised land together or none of us do. I can't do this without you. You can't do it without us. It's about standing together. It's about having a group and a friendship group saying, guys, let's stand together. Let's encourage one another. Let's pray for one another. Let's, let's be accountable. Let's, let's support one another. Let's, let's encourage one another so that we can be courageous. Or a husband and wife, you must be together. You must stand together. You are a team. And so that's why Sonic and I often pray together. We, we break, have communion together. We, we do warfare. We get darkness out of the house, out of our environment. But we must do battle before we can find rest. Together. I'm, I, I've seen a, it's just a very sad trend. We've been here in Arsonica for six years in East London. And over the six years, we've seen people come and people go. And we've seen people that some of them who go, they don't go to any church. And we see how the wheels come off. The marriages disintegrate. The children lose their way. Why? Because they, you can't take your promised land alone. You can't. It is suicide. It is suicide. It's something that needs to settle on the inside of us. I can't do this alone. It has been designed by God in a way that you will die on your own. It just doesn't work. Together, we will take our promised land, or none of us do. Together. I so want to encourage you. Make sure you are planted, positioned in a, 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 in a friendship circle, together with other believers, so that you can stand. Sometimes I am down and my wife is up. So she pulls me up. Sometimes she's down, I'm up, I pull her up. Sometimes we are both down. And then we have other people coming around us, pulling us up. And sometimes other people in this church are down and we pull them up. You're going to be down sometime. Don't walk alone. Don't walk alone. You, you can't do what God has called you to do alone. Do battle, but do battle together. Let's say it, together. Say so it's a good idea to come to church. It really is a good idea to come to church. My wife says, preach it. It's not because of me. It's because I see how people's lives fall apart. It breaks my heart. You have to counsel people four years down the line and they are crying their eyes out because their marriage is falling apart and they're losing everything. And then I want to say to them, do you remember the coffee we had? 
Do you remember what I told you? Do you remember that you walked away? You ignored me. I want to shake you because I love you so much. <laughs> you freak me out. Why don't you listen? And it's the same with our kids. Guys, we need our kids, our teenagers. They need to know Jesus. We need to lead them into the kingdom. I would, I would weep 10 years from now if we've lost many of our children. Because we were distracted, we weren't focused, and we weren't doing battle for the hearts of our kids, our families. You need to fight for that which is valuable for you. Let's do battle. Let's take, let's take our land. Let's take our land. So the first thing is, if you want to enter rest, my presence will go with you, and you will find rest. Secondly, you need to have a God confidence. Even if you haven't figured everything out, you don't know how it's going to pan out. You don't know, but you know God knows. So you have a God confidence. You're not going to live and, in anxiety. You're not going to allow it to steal your strength. And then thirdly, we're going to stand together as one. Together we can take our land of rest. Together we can take our land of rest. Okay, so this is the challenge to you. Personally, seek the presence of God, even during the holidays. I want to encourage you to download two, three years ago, Sonic and I did a series called Game Plan for the Holiday, December Holidays, end of November 2011. End of November, beginning December. Three messages. Please download it from showforsermons.org. Listen to it as you drive in your car. Remind yourself and get a game plan. How are you going to stay in good space, even as a, as a couple? Oh, we've seen it so often. Sonic and I, we go on holidays and we are... Missing one another. I'm sure it's never happened to any other married couple, yeah? <laughs> so you need to have a game plan. So we would pray. I mean, when we go to the, I mean, the formal on, on Friday evening, as the, our dance, it was amazing. We had such a ball. You know, I do warfare before a formal. So on that guy, the first seven dances I think we went to, we fought like terribly. It's like, and then she'd say, I don't want to go to a dance anymore. So we decided we got a game plan going, in the car, on the way, armor on. It's like the Matrix, you get all your weapons going. Devil, go away, Jesus' name. Not tonight. Not going to steal our peace, not going to steal our joy. We, we build an environment of rest, then we go and have a ball. And we chill. But first you have to fight before you can have rest. I guarantee you, Christmas parties, family, whew, that's like a week of fasting. And praying before the time. That's like wild. I tell you, it's wild. You need, to, you need to draw a boundary in the spirit. Pray for your family. I often said it, you know, but it's like when you go home, home. Even if you've not been home for many years, like home again. It's like your same old demons are waiting for you. Ah, I know you. Ah. Same frustrations and things. It's amazing. It's amazing. So you need to have your armor on. You need to be focused. You need to be in good space for yourself so that you can have a good time and influence someone for the kingdom of God. Amen. Rest for your soul. Rest for your soul. Let's have a good December. Let's come back stronger. Having a, a, a really good time in God. So I want to encourage you. 
as individuals, but also as married couples, to actually put some time aside over this next week and write down how are we going to do, if, I mean, some of us are working, but how are we going to do this holiday? What's the, what's the plan? I'm going to read through the book of Genesis in December, for instance. I'm going to get some exercise in the morning. I'm not going to eat too much. I'm not going to play computer games the whole holiday because it's a complete waste of time. And it steals my peace, etc. What What is your game plan? Do you have a plan as a, as a couple where you're going to pray together, have communion together? Do you, do you have a plan? If you don't plan it, it's not going to happen. And then I have to counsel you, and I'm not going to counsel you. Just kidding. I'll counsel you if we have to. But it's just so much better to do it right. Okay. Let me pray for us. Father, we thank you that it's your heart's desire, your passion to give us rest for our souls. To give us peace. And we know it's only in Jesus that we can find real rest, true peace.